That's why on Facebook, you pretend everything's going amazing. Make everyone think things are going better than they actually are. It is like a padded bra for your life. (laughs) (laughs) That is Kat Timp. She's a writer, a comedian, a libertarian commentator. She's currently the co-host of Gutfield on Fox News, and that's on weeknights at 11 o'clock. She's a contributor for Fox as well. And Kat, I want to welcome you into the show. You're going to be, you have a couple of dates here in Detroit uh, at the Majestic Theater. So welcome to Detroit. But somebody tells me you're a native Detroiter. Yeah, absolutely. I spent, uh, actually, I spent half my life in Michigan, if you count the time I spent at Hillsdale College. But yeah, I'm from the Detroit area. So I'm really excited to come back and it to be kind of a, a reunion of sorts to come do these shows. Absolutely. You've re- you're also uh, the author of a new book called You Can't Joke About That. And we've all been told about you can't joke about that. Yeah. And you know what? I think that that is a really mean thing to say to somebody because um, what my book is about and what my show is also about, my show is kind of like a one-woman show slash stand-up routine about some of the stuff I talk about in the book that happened in my life all the toughest stuff that I've been through, it was made a lot more difficult, whether it was my emergency surgery or my mom dying at a young age, um, by people who seemed like they were so scared to say the wrong thing around me that they actually couldn't like talk to me at all. But what made it easier for me was being able to kind of make jokes about the tough things that I was going through because I found that honestly, humor can bring a healing power to things the way that nothing else can, the really tough stuff in life. It can take some of the power away from the stuff that's making you feel really powerless. So to say that you can't joke about something could be taking a healing mechanism away from somebody who might really need it. You know, Kat, you are so true uh, in saying all that. I personally, my family suffered a, a big tragedy a few years ago. We lost our youngest son. And what we find as a family most healing is when we share the funny really funny stuff and we just it just helps heal our hearts and that is so true and obviously you you experienced that with the loss of your mom when you were young so I love your perspective but I I also you know I heard I saw some of your stand-up and I'm curious about I ask comedians this all the time how did you find your comedic voice so I honestly started doing stand-up comedy because I needed to, and that's it goes like in line with the question. Like needed a job? Like needed a job? Well, no. <laughs> well, I, I kind of needed a job. So when I was at, out in at Los Angeles, right, I, I actually got into Columbia Journalism School and I was enrolled. And then I realized I don't have $80,000, and I also don't have a plan to make $80,000, so I'm not going to take out this loan, and I'm not going. So <laughs> Oh, come on. I it's everybody's taking out a loan. Everybody I takes know. out a school loan. I know. And I, well, I had took out some for room and board for undergrad at a full tuition scholarship, but I was like, this is pretty much all I'm going to be ever to be able to pay back. I thought about that. So I stayed in LA and I was waiting tables and interning to learn skills for free. And then my boyfriend, my college boyfriend broke up with me and I lived in this horrible apartment. I had no money. And then I lost that apartment. Everything was really rough. I didn't know anybody. I was alone. I was sad. I was broke. And I started going to open mics and I started doing stand up because I really found that being able to make jokes about that stuff gave me sort of power over the stuff that was making me feel powerless, just like I said before. And also it was like the one means of connection that I had in my life, you know? So I I discovered that and that stuck with me throughout my life that it's been the way that I've gotten through some of the stuff, because if you can laugh at something, that doesn't mean that it's funny. I mean, it just means you might need to laugh at it because it's so not funny. And I think more people agree with this than 
you know, I, I, then people act like they do. I mean, I found that researching the book and then also doing my shows. I get up and I do this routine and a lot of the stuff that I talk about is pretty dark and people laugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and let's talk for a second, because I know uh, you've said that um, you like to deal with these topics with a great deal of respect. I think that a lot of times there are people who use humor in a very biting and nasty way. And that's there's a difference between that and what you try to strive to do. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And I talk about this all the time where I think that where we've gone wrong is we stopped weighing intention. Um, there's this idea that, you know, it doesn't matter what your intention was. If you said something that hurt somebody, that's all that matters. I, I, I don't agree with that. I think that what your intention was should be weighed heavily. And that doesn't mean like that. Look, I have a lot of feelings. Okay. I'm a very sensitive person. So I don't think it's bad to be sensitive. I think where things go wrong is when you expect the entire world to revolve around your sensitivity, because then you're kind of just being selfish. So if we start weighing it more like, okay, maybe this person didn't mean to hurt me, then really you can kind of reserve that anger for the people who deserve it, who are being jerks because they're jerks. (laughs) Yeah, you being know? jerks for being jerks. That's what we yeah. need to identify, right? Is to, to hone in to hone in on those folks. Uh so you're gonna be at the Majestic Theater. Are you gonna be there tonight and tomorrow or Friday and Saturday? I can't I'm gonna be there Saturday and Sunday. Oh, okay. Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. And do you have any spe- specific Detroit stuff that you're gonna bring with you? Well, I'm my dad. No, other than your <laughs> dad, I be, meant in the act, no, like anything in yes, the act. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a special show, um, Saturday and Sunday. I have some surprises planned. So this is my hometown show. I'm very, very excited both of, for both of these shows. So tickets are still available. You can go to therealcattemp.com. But I'm these shows specifically, yes, I'm gonna have some special things for these shows only. Are you ever pinching yourself that you made it onto this national T V show on the Fox News Network? Every single day, (laughs) every time I, and I have meet and greets at these shows too. And I love meeting people. And it's weird when people seem nervous because I'm like, I'm nervous, you know, like, I hope I'm not disappointing you. (laughs) Like I'm just some lady, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know that you're going to be a disappointment. Kat Tiff, Uh uh, we want to thank you for joining us here on WJR. Good luck on the shows and good luck on the career. We love a young woman on stage doing stand up. That shows, uh, that shows spunk. Thanks, Kat. And thank, thank you. And thank you for joining us here on the Focus Show here on WJR.